0: It's time to swarm the 402! Welcome to the Nebraska Hawksmen. These guys are brave! They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their corner. but they're still Hawkeyes! They're spreading the Hawkeye hype. To all of Nebraska. No, the Frost Advisory is cancelled. Corn huskers, more like corn suckers. Are you ready for this?
1: All right. Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye Oasis located in a Nebraska desert. It is a special day for us here. We are very excited to have Taylor McCabe, Iowa Hawkeyes Women's Basketball Commit. Taylor, how's it going?
0: Good. How are you guys?
1: We're doing, we're doing well. We're doing well.
2: As we said before the interview, we'd ask you more about, you know, the weather and things where you're at, but you're just not that far from us here in the here in the uh Go Big Red State, which we we won't talk about that. But
1: anyway, it's good to have you on. We're anxious to talk to a local recruit for the Hawkeyes.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So Taylor, we got to start out with the obvious here. You're a Nebraska girl from Fremont, okay? Walk us through your recruitment process, and what made you decide to end up uh, ver- verbally committing to be a Hawkeye?
0: So Iowa jumped on me pretty early. We've been talking for several years. We've had a good relationship for a while now, and that was something that definitely meant a lot to me. And You know, with COVID years coming up and stuff like that, I didn't really know what was going to happen. And they were supportive and nice and explanatory through all of it and answered every question that I had. I visited Iowa several times before, um, like, shutdowns and stuff like that. And obviously, I've been back since then. And, you know, I've just watched the program for a couple of years now. Love it. Love the coaching staff. Love the university. And it was just the best fit for me.
2: Oh, that's awesome. And so, you know, and um, take us through, you know, coming up, Taylor, how, you know, take us through how you came up through the ranks. Was it just the typical playing a lot of club ball? Did you play other sports? You know, what, what's your background coming into this?
0: I started, uh, you know, taking more of focus on basketball in probably fifth grade. And then I started getting recruited in seventh grade. Um, I got my first scholarship <laughs> offer right before my freshman year. And wow. I mean, I don't know, I've just been working on it for a long time. It's nice to see all the pay off. I also run track and then I actually ran cross country this year, uh, this fall. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I like to say that I do other things too, but <laughs> basketball is obviously the focus.
1: All right, Taylor. So Jerry and I know f- from firsthand experience what it's like to be a Hawkeye living in Husker land. It's, how tough has it been for you since you announced your commitment to Iowa with um, your classmates, you know, people your age, just people in the community? Have they given you a pretty hard time or has it been pretty smooth sailing for you?
0: I won't lie. I have heard, you know, like why, why Iowa, why go anywhere but Iowa? Quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you get used to it eventually, and once everybody hears my explanation of how much I love it, and once truthfully, yeah. once they watch Iowa play, they're like, okay, I, I understand. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, uh, who were some of the other schools recruiting you, Taylor? And I, and what was it about Iowa that that just you sealed the deal and you said that's where I want to be?
0: A um, couple of Big Tens, a couple of Big 12, and then early on it was a, a couple like uh, Creighton and SDSU and some other schools like that. All
1: right. Well, um, Taylor, walk us through um, for a lot of those young girls that are out there wanting to de- develop their game and become the best basketball player they can be, what type of ki- uh, time commitment did you put in and what type of work did you put in to become the player you are right now?
0: Growing up, I just focused a lot on repetition and doing everything the same over and over so that in-game it would just be muscle memory, especially with shooting, because that's what I'm known for. That's what I pride myself in. And, you know, just it takes hours to get the perfect shot for every individual and then just making sure that you can replicate it enough to have it exactly how you want come game time. Um, Otherwise, you know, I do a lot of ball handling. Defense is more of a thing that I would say I got better with practices with my own teams that wasn't something I could do on my own but I'm glad at how I've I don't know grown in that I guess and you know over the years you just keep learning keep trying new things and then work on them until they look good
2: yeah well I gotta tell you you know firsthand as we were talking about before the call I got to catch your game um here in Norfolk and um you know it was so impressive and I mean I guess showing my age here but the name that kept coming to to my to thought as I watched you play was John Stockton. He was a great point guard, you know, 92 dream team, but everything, there was, everything was fluid. There was like, there was no wasted motion to your game. You know, you played within the game you played within the flow. It was just an incredible, but I got to tell you that shot repetition. I told Adam, I couldn't find video of it, but right before half, you, uh, you got the ball at about four seconds down there. Got it out. And you're already smiling. I can tell you. No <laughs> so yeah, I know you, <laughs> you got the ball out on the left, uh left, you know, the left wing and just did one behind the back dribble and just a little bit of a fade away as you put it up there. And it was nothing but net when it came through. And I just, I looked at Russ, Russ, who's been on the Hawks knows with us. I just looked at him and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the real deal. So it was a highly, highly impressive uh, performance from you here. But um, you know, that repetition is so important. I mean, and it's like, you know, I don't necessarily know that a lot of people understand that, or a lot of people come up in the game that want to take it to the next level, really understand what you did about it.
0: Yeah. You know, I would, I definitely think that, you know, I mean, like a shot like that. So if you want to be a high division one player, then you have to do things that other kids can't. And I thought that that was a good example of that. I've had a lot of people compliment me on that play. (laughs) So that was kind of (laughs) cool.
1: Well, we've had um, interactions with coach uh, Jan Jensen, uh, you know, fairly often. And, uh, coach Lisa Bluter, they're just phenomenal people and you can't help even if you're not a Hawkeye fan, you want to root for good people like that. We love those guys. Tell us a little bit about your relationship with them and what really impressed you about them.
0: Yeah. So I actually talked to Jan first and then she immediately talked about getting me on campus. And I talked to the entire staff there. I talked to coach Bluter, I think even before I went there and They've been nothing but kind to me, nothing but supportive. They text me before and after every single game that I've played. And I do the same for them, of course. And, you know, I just love how we have that frequent communication. And then I've grown my relationships a lot with Coach Stamp and Coach Harmon. And, you know, it's just something that I'm really looking forward to next year, having that staff that's fun and energetic and also is going to teach me and help me.
1: it's it's such a family atmosphere that's what we get is like that is a that's one unit right there and it's a family atmosphere and that the that's the crazy part about it you don't get that when you interview when we interview different players and teams and talk to different um you know athletes from all different sports you don't really get that feeling of family and cohesiveness like you do with the iowa women's basketball program
0: yeah i would agree with that
1: yeah.
2: So, have you? Uh, has there been much discussion, or are we getting too far ahead of ourselves as far as kind of an idea of what kind of a role you might be playing? Then, as you get to Iowa City, Taylor, or is it just for right now? That's where you want to be, and you're, and we're going to kind of let that organically take place.
0: Yeah. You know. I mean, however they want to use me, I'll fall into line there. I want to be as best at my role as I can be. Um, You know. I know that I've I've played with quite a few girls that are already there. Sydney Affle- Affelter is a freshman there, and I played with her two summers ago. The two. Girls that are gonna come in with me next year I played with for two years now. Um, you know, like even Caitlin played for my club program. So we all kind of ran the same, run the same stuff and we know how to look for each other and play together, so that should be good.
1: So
2: you and Caitlin had played together before then?
0: Uh not really. I actually oh. played against her once when I was super young, but we've we've done some like scrimmage situations where she's come come back to play against our team like in the summer, but that's about okay. it.
1: Taylor, growing up, um, obviously, you know, playing ball as much as you have, you had to have had a a few idols that you looked up to that you wanted to map your game after a little bit. From the men's and the women's games both, who were some players that you really looked up to?
0: Well, Kevin Durant was my favorite player to watch. I wouldn't say I modeled after him, but I just liked watching him. From the girls' game, I watched a lot of women's basketball growing up, which I think is a Really big thing that a lot of girls now don't do, and I think they should do more. And I used to watch like Skylar Diggins that played in Notre Dame and then went into the WNBA. I loved watching her. um From the men's side, I didn't watch as much men's college basketball, but I watched quite a bit of NBA. I I liked watching JJ Redick quite a bit, and I would oh, say that wow. I somewhat modeled after him. I don't know. I just would see stuff that he would do, and I like to get my footwork exactly right, and that's something that he focuses on too. So I liked that
2: yeah had you had much uh have you followed Iowa basketball women's basketball as much um before your commitment Taylor or um, yeah you know, actually are there some players that you identify with i guess for Hawkeye fans to maybe under know what how you kind of who you model yourself after
0: um I liked watching you know this is pretty recent, but I liked watching Mackenzie Meyer, just she could do a bunch of different things and I liked how she expanded off for of a game a lot, and so I mean that would be somebody that I would say that I look up to All
1: yeah. right. So those that are listening that are in the Fremont area or watching um, on YouTube right now, what is your favorite one or two places in the Fremont area to go grab something to eat that you're going to miss once you go to Iowa City?
0: Oh, Penny's Diner. Uh, my friends and I get milkshakes there a lot. I like I've that never place. been there. <laughs> mm.
1: Okay. Penny's Diner. Have you ever been there, Jerry? I have not. Oh, I'm, and now I'm, I'm like drawing a blank. My favorite place—it um, was a a diner, and it just went out of business. They just closed it, and I'm trying to rem- in in Fremont, and I cannot remember the name of it. Taylor, help me out here. Don't make me look.
0: <laughs> to be honest, I probably won't know. I don't actually live in Fremont.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. How? Where? Where are you at, Taylor? Uh,
0: I live in Blair. In Blair. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. It's all it's right. not it's not too far, obviously. So it's completely fine. But it's okay. not like it's not like I just have a walk to places to eat. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. Well, that makes more sense then. Yeah. But you know what? Just endeared to, to Iowa fans even more because you're just right across the river now. You're even yeah. closer to Iowa than what we realized. <laughs> um so Taylor, uh, you know what? You're, you know, you're high school senior though and you've got some pretty talented teammates too, so let's give them a little bit of airtime while we're on here. You've got a, uh, you know, let's 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 give some shout-outs to your teammates and maybe, you know, sounds like some of them are being recruited to play some college ball also.
0: Yeah, my, my high school teammates right now, we've got uh, most of them are committed that are going to play. Uh-huh. And so we've got Macy Bryant's going to go to uh, UNK here in Kearney. And then we've got Sarah Shepard. She's going to go to Midland. And Bella Keaton's going to Briarcliff College, I believe, Briarcliff okay. University. And so, yeah, I mean, those are girls that I've been playing with for quite a while now. And it's nice. I mean, our, our signing day was really fun just because we were all signing places. That was really cool.
2: So what, how's the season going then for you guys too? Let's update the crowd out there that maybe don't live here like we do and and know.
0: Really? Well, we were, so we were coming in this year, we lost the state championship by four points last year. And then um, that was to Pius who had Alexis Markowski, who's now at Nebraska. And so then coming in this year, we were kind of expecting to make it far, expecting to hopefully win it. And we actually lost the first game of the season. We haven't lost since then, which I believe we've won 16 games in a row. So we're Mm -hmm. 16 and one. And then right now we've got a lot of momentum. I would say that we're playing incredibly well. And this this week will be a big week for us because we have games on Friday and Saturday that are both going to be tough. Saturday we actually play at the Mid-America Center and we're going to play against Glenwood. That's an Iowa team. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, just going forward, we got to hope that we peak at the right time. And I think we're going to do some real damage.
2: Well, the inside oh, yeah. information I got in the crowd was that that loss, the first loss of the season, was a pretty hard fought. Was it overtime, double overtime, something like yeah,
0: that? Yeah, yeah, it was double OT. And it was <laughs> actually. It,
2: we, go ahead. No, but I was going to say one of the the fan that I was talking to said that's actually kind of kept you guys off a lot of people's radar, not being undefeated though, too, which yeah. may be a good play, good thing to be as you move forward. Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, and I, honestly, it was kind of a wake up call because I think a lot of people thought that we were going to just roll through the season and losing right off the bat got people focused very fast. And I was okay with that because truthfully going going undefeated all season is a really hard thing to do. Yeah. And if you're gonna lose the first game it might as well be one that's up front rather than one that's gonna cost you some power points or something later on.
2: Sure. Yeah, take, and, take, oh, go ahead, Jerry. Sorry. No, it just and keeps the pressure off.
1: So you don't yeah, have that sure. pressure that season than the rest of the season. Yeah. So Taylor, going back to the beginning, when you first, what got you to pick up a basketball in your hand? Was there anybody in your life that really helped encourage that? Or was that something that you drove on your own?
0: You know, my dad was a really, really big part of that. Um, he's the one who's always taken me to the gym. He's the one who's always worked with me and showed me new things and has analyzed my game from the beginning and just kind of taught and helped me grow. And so I would say that he's probably credited with that. We had a little like square tile of or some square tiles in our basement. And he would get me to do my dribbling down there when I was really little. And then once I could eventually finally shoot, then he would help me out with that. And I just loved it so much. And, you know, it meant something to me that that was how we spent time together, too. So it still is. And I like that.
2: Cool. That's really cool. So, you know, what are you looking at academically, Taylor? I mean, do you have anything of interest right now? Or are you just kind of undecided or are you, have you got any kind of a track you're looking at?
0: Yeah, right now I think I'm going to go the engineering route. I'm not wow. exactly sure. I'm kind of thinking civil, but we'll see once I get there. I can make a decision then.
2: Well, I just, yeah, I just got shivers thinking about trying to be an engineer. So, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Some, we're getting someday, we're getting outclassed here. <laughs> yeah. someday, Adam and I'll know what we want to be when we grow up.
1: So, yeah, we'll right I still haven't figured it out yet, but you know, <laughs> yeah, m- maybe maybe someday. But I, I, Taylor, we'll, we'll let you get back to your family. We just wanted to introduce you to the Hawkeye fans out there, and like I said, the women's basketball program is one of our our favorites. And um, were, did you make it to Lincoln when the when they played there just recently? Here,
0: yeah, I was there.
1: Okay. I was there too. So that was a, that was a fun game. It was, that that was a fun game. And I, I I wanted to bring this up to you too and kind of see what you thought on it. And I got really frustrated when I heard this, but there was some criticism on Caitlin about just her swagger and, you know, putting their hands up in the air and, you know, playing with a lot of confidence and, and passion, in my opinion, um, That type of thing, I feel like it's lost because when you see a guy player, uh, a male player do that, it's like, oh, he's just passionate. He's fired up. And then I feel like, you know, if a female basketball player does that, then, you know, they're arrogant. And I don't really feel like that's a fair comparison. But, you know, what do you see when, you know, you see a female player out there playing with passion and playing to the crowd?
0: You know, I think Kalen's something different, something that women's basketball hasn't seen in a very long time or possibly ever I think she backs it up incredibly well, especially that game. She backed it up. Yeah. And, you know, she's just having fun. She's just doing what she's doing. She's brought in a lot of attention, of attention to the sport and to Iowa. So I think that's incredibly important. And, you know, she, in my opinion, she keeps it pretty under control. And she's always been able to not let it affect her play. And so, you know, she's a player that a lot of people look up to. And I don't think that should affect it.
1: I a hundred percent agree. And, you know, obviously this isn't something that's important at all, but not only is she a great basketball player, but she's a phenomenal entertainer. I mean, she pulls yeah. you into that game. And like I not very many times in my life have I got sucked into a basketball game so much that I'm completely unaware of my surroundings and I'm just so locked into what's going on out on the court. And she can definitely do that. So I, I love watching her play and I love the passion that she plays with. And it as fans, it just gets us even more excited to, to watch the game.
0: Yeah, and
1: and, and cool. Caitlin, if you're out there listening to this at all,
2: you did get under the burr of the saddle of the uh, Husker fans. Yeah, I heard about that all week after that, and I actually kind of oh. enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> I brought my daughter to the game, and I think that was the only thing that kept some of the fans from really letting me have it verbally because my daughter was sitting right next to me. But I was getting into it, and putting my hands up in the air and cheering and getting loud, and they were just turning around and saying some not so friendly things, but that's okay. It's just, you know, we're all passionate about, you know, the, the game of basketball. So that's what makes it fun. Yeah. All right. Well, Taylor, thank you so
2: much for taking time tonight. We, it's a school night. We know you got to get ready and get up again tomorrow and, uh, and get hard at it again and get the senior year finished out, but we'll be sure to share out to our audience how, uh, how Fremont girls basketball continues to go this season. Mm-hmm. And, um, Wish you the best of luck and uh, feel free to, uh, you know, we hope we uh, get to this is the first of many times we get to talk to you through the years while you're at
0: Iowa. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Go Hawks. Hawks. Go Hawks.